1: Young nap, baby. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the fifth fifth episode. It is it's the Podcast. fifth episode of the All Over Podcast. Before we say anything else, I do want to say happy Easter.
0: Happy Resurrection Sunday. He is Eat risen.
1: On. Yes, sir. The reason for the season. Man, How you feeling today, Nor?
0: I'm doing all right, man. What about you? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just tired. <laughs> like, I
1: almost didn't get up this morning, and it was like, oh. yeah.
0: We ain't going to lie. We almost forgot about y'all, but it slipped our minds. But you know we Yeah,
1: this week, this week, this was a, it was busy. It was weird. It was the person I live with. Got COVID, so like my week got turned all upside down, and now I'm isolating. He's mm. isolating, and it was just I had a bunch of other stuff going on. Yeah, this is a rough one, but and I was looking. You f- tested negative, because
0: I wouldn't be over here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
1: yeah, I um, yeah, I've been we've been isolated though. I feel fine. He felt fine. He just got a little cough, but um, yeah, but. We want to talk to y'all about a few things today. Um, first things first, like we said, happy Easter. Second, we want to say thank you guys for the support. We just found out that we hit a milestone. Uh, we got fifty individual listens on, and that's just Anchor. Um, I haven't checked the no, the numbers right. for like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that, but I know y'all been listening there too. So we want to thank you guys mm-hmm. for support, running these numbers up. And remember to uh, like, share. You know, sh- share it with your friends, your family, yeah. all over podcasts. Like we said, the the crazy thing is when we first started this, we were targeting like we had a certain group of people we wanted to target, a certain demographic, mm-hmm. and we have not targeted who we thought we were going to get. They are listening, but we're getting like a largely female and a somewhat like older, older. crowd. Yeah. And so you know, it's like we the all over podcasts, and like I think what we realize is that while we were targeting young adults, this show is for everybody. It definitely is. For everybody. We want everybody yeah. to feel welcomed here. We want y'all to, you know, we want to represent everybody, you know, so mm-hmm. soon we're going to be welcoming guest stars on here at once.
0: Yes, sir. Also, shout out to everybody that's been sharing that link, man. I've had a couple of people come to me and ask me, hey, can you send me the link? I want to post it. You know what I'm saying? So much yes, appreciation. Yes, to yes, you know, yes. Probably, like, that literally means, like, so much to us. Like, you know, it's just a blessing to have a support system as much as you guys support, you know Honestly. what I'm saying? Because like he said, um, on Anchor, I'm pretty sure, yeah, you got 50, 50 listeners, but that's not even...
1: Uh, it's, 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 that's it's, not it's even everybody fun. that's not taking because yeah. i know a lot of people listen on spot anchor isn't even our biggest platform spotify and apple Podcasts are our biggest two platforms so the fact that we got 50 alone on anchor i don't even know what apple podcast yeah, is yeah, the one i gotta check those numbers too but thank y'all thank y'all thank you, you. bless man so we just
0: wanted to really just from the bottom of our hearts say thank you and um happy Easter.
1: yes so yeah man um, we started this intro like we ended it or something. <laughs> um, now we're gonna get to this first, but like we said, we do all over podcasts, we'll cover pop culture topics. Sometimes we'll cover, you know, we covered the Will Smith stuff and whatever. But today, we do want to do another ser- more serious thing. And today, we want to discuss coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, Norm, this is something you introduced to me as far as like talking about it today. Right, so I'm gonna right. let you lead the way with this one.
0: All right. So, um, last night, I was doing, uh, I was on this website called Amigo. You know, like <laughs> I'm always on there because it's just good to I know, it's like talk to strangers and whatnot, but um just getting a chance to talk to different people from around the world, I just think it's pretty cool. I came across this one female and um, you know, she was telling me about all of her personal issues. I'm not gonna like air it out because um I know the chances of her listening to this and finding out about this podcast are, is probably low, but just in case
1: she comes across. But this, y'all gonna so, keep running man. them numbers up and That's soon we gonna be worldwide, you know That's what I'm saying? A That's a fact.
0: But uh, yeah, she was talking to me. She was telling me about all of her, her personal issues and how hard her life has been lately and just everything she's dealing with. And the way she coped, it's not, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people do cope like this, but. I just feel like people need to find different ways to cope but she basically just told me that she she does drugs and um she drinks and thing and you know things of that nature and it's not just it's not just um it's not just like weed and like you know things like that it's like, like she other, hard it's hard stuff. stuff man like you know what i'm saying and, and just hearing the words and she's so young dude she's 16 jesus she God. was 16 and i'm just talking to her and i'm just listening i'm just like yo like, do you, do you have anything that you enjoy doing? And I was just trying to talk to her about it. And she's just like, I just feel so, you know, miserable and, and depressed and you know what I'm saying? And I do understand that in, in people's lives, people are going to have hardships. You know, everybody has hardships. Nobody's life is considered right uh, easy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just hearing those, those words come out of her mouth, it just made me want to talk about this. So my question to you is how what do you, how do you cope when you're going to do something? What do you do to cope?
1: Me personally, I, um, I love, it depends on the situation. Um, a lot of the times when I'm dealing with something it's because nine times out of 10, it's like, I, it, the, the root of it is a person, which, well, I guess that would make sense. Cause really all, I guess it would all be from people, but it's like, if I'm dealing with a person. Uh, that has let me down or something, or it's the reason why I'm feeling some type of way. I listen to my favorite song. My favorite song is called Why I Love the Moon by Uh Phony People. Oh, yeah. I remember and, you showing me that. Yeah, and it's just, it's a chill song and yeah. the words. just you know, it's, the moon's always there for me when people let me down it's like you know just having a constant in your life and so sometimes the for me the the moon and that song it's not a gospel song but sometimes sometimes i'll take it as you know the moon represents god or you know it's like yeah people let me down but you know what i got a father who never let me down Yeah, um it's you know i listen to gospel music too sometimes i just need that devotion time with god just put my headphones on put my phone on do not disturb and i just you know, hour or two, I just listen to gospel music, really ushering, you know, God into the room and just kind of pray and meditate and, you know, do my devotion that way. Uh, other times, sometimes it's just, it's nice to get out the house. So sometimes I may walk over to your house. Sometimes I like to just go for a drive. One of my favorite things to do is um at nighttime, just drive around downtown when it's all lit up and Beautiful. just, yeah, Beautiful. just ride around music. Sometimes I'll bring someone with me, you know, sometimes I'll have you with me or sometimes I'll just be by myself, but, um. Yeah, just really being, really being alone, but like being in a comfortable space, being comfortable in your own space. Now, what I used to do that I found is not healthy, healthy is uh keeping, like being alone with your thoughts. Yeah. Because that's what I'm working on is, and that's what this podcast kind of helped me because now I get to talk through things like this. But, you know, you just, you know, I would be feeling some type of way and I just sit in the room or wherever I was and I wouldn't tell, um, I wouldn't speak on whatever I was going through, you know? So now what's helped me is I write, I leave a uh, voice messages in my phone and my voice memos. Um, I just, whatever's yeah, it's all out. On. Yeah. And right. like, nobody will ever hear it nine times out of 10, but nine, nine and a half times out of 10, <laughs> yeah. nobody will ever hear it. But it's like, just to be able to get it out, so, just so it's not like, stuck in my head and bothering me and echoing on and on and on so you know those are just a few things that i do how about you
0: well that was a lot to take in but everything well before i get into what what i do the reason why i asked you that is just because like if let's say it was like somebody that was family or a close friend and they were telling you all of this stuff and they coped with with drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. mind you when i was talking to her she was under the influence of alcohol she was drunk Um, And to just see that and to just tell, you know, for her to just sit there and tell me like all of these problems and situations that she's having and knowing that she doesn't really have a solidified, positive way of coping. It was just it was it was a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not the first person that that I've dealt with that, you know, copes with things in a negative way whether that be self harm, whether that be drugs, and it's just things like that. So I think coping and finding a good way to cope rather than a negative way to cope is very, very important in today's age, man. So, you know, that's the reason why I asked you, but me personally, I've mentioned this in multiple episodes. The majority of y'all know, I make music. Um,
1: True, you do? I never knew that.
0: (laughs) But, uh, you know, I just pop my headphones in. I go in my closet and to let off steam, Um, I record music. I can't I I can't even count on my fingers how much times uh, he's been over my house and just hear me yelling because of how many takes, you know, how many tries I'm messing up on. But it's the beauty of it, man, just trying to perfect it and working so hard on something because it's something that I love to do. It's just amazing, not only making music but listening to it. You know, me and him be having jam sessions when he be coming over. Right. Sometimes I'll do it by myself. Uh, sometimes, um, not a lot of people notice about me. I don't even think you notice, but I go in my backyard and it's this tree in my backyard. Uh, obviously, when the weather is nicer, so like around last summer and like the closing days of summer going into the fall, I would go up in the backyard and I would sit on the tree
1: and I would just sit. I used to do that when I uh, was my old house, the house I grew up in. Yeah, um, it was a tree. It was actually wasn't our tree. It was in the neighbor's yard, but the house was abandoned. It was a uh, cherry blossom tree or something like that. It looked real pretty in the spring, and I used to just go and sit up there, and it was just just a
0: yeah man it's just the breeze you could just see the you know see the world for what it is and also i go on the top porch and i just look around i love
1: that the that's the, the one thing i don't like about this house that we live in now is that the porch is in the back in the back right so like, at a, the old house again uh the porch was the top porch was on the front of the house and it's yeah. like i would like to go out there early in the morning eat breakfast out there or have yeah. some tea or something and just sit and just see the world yeah like if i go to the porch now i'm gonna sit and see my garage on the side of somebody's house i don't
0: like that you also just said something that i forgot to mention i also collect tea so when i need to cope and when i'm um dealing with something that might be heavy on my mind i do drink tea and i just relax and i pop on a movie or I uh or i meditate i meditate i do daily meditation a lot of you guys don't know that either but meditation is um really key yeah
1: that's what i'm getting into
0: to maintaining uh, a positive outlook on life and just relaxing because me personally um i deal with a lot of things like you know me personally controlling my emotions have always been hard a little bit harder but uh you know just just little things like that have always just um stuck with me and like yeah man like i'm just saying i just think really in general, in life, you just need to find a good way of coping. Nobody ever, well, people do do it because it makes them feel good. But after, this is something that I've never understood. Um, I guess this ties into it, but when people drink and when they uh, do drugs, the next day, you're just going to feel even worse. So why even do drugs in the first place? People that that do drugs that are depressed and have things going on, once you get that high, you're gonna feel good in the moment, but once it yeah. comes down and once you sober up, you're just gonna feel even worse. But
1: that's that's you know? what that's what it's about for them, you know. It's like they that's had, why it's they at a point where it's there's so much pain in their life where like even if I can just escape this for a minute, that'll help.
0: Yeah, which is it's just you know it's just sad, bro, because like I like I'm saying, man, I just feel like people should should be able to resort to other things rather than drugs and you know negative, uh, you know just narcotics and and things like that uh just being their first resort
1: you know i I uh recently um you know like i I told y'all i think maybe the last episode or two episodes ago that uh started this year was kind of like transformational for me and like my thinking and whatnot right and i've learned that when you know people be like oh if you ever need anything let me know if you ever need to talk let me know i started taking people up on that you know yeah (laughs) And I, I would expect my friends and family to do the same because it's like I feel like we use that too loosely. It's like, oh, you know, if you ever need anything, I okay, well, this is what I need. It's like I, I, and this is a message to everybody. Everybody out there. If somebody tells you, hey, if you ever need to talk or if you ever need anything, let me know. Take take them up on that, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. been times when I've called my friend at work, he uh he worked at a bank and I'll just be like, Hey, yo, you, you got you got a minute? Can you talk? And just like, just let it out.
0: And I think that's also a really good thing as well. When uh, you got people that are here for you, like you said, Pete, you you guys should really take advantage of that because there's been many times where people have told me, oh, if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. And I did not take advantage of that. And I was just soaking in my own sadness because of the fact that I did not take advantage of people being here for me. Now there are people, I'm going to just be real with y'all because on this uh on this show, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. There are people that say they're they're here for you, but then when you need them the most, it is just like they fold. So there are going to be some people like that just so you guys are, you know, aware, but for those people that genuinely mean that, you know, and I'm saying and you know that they genuinely mean that, definitely take advantage of that. One thing that I've, I've learned in life is that your battle is not your battle. And I think a lot of people fail to to realize that. Um, your battle is God's battle or whatever, you know. No,
1: whatever, whatever. If you're you not religious or, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, um, I just want people to know that you don't. Well, basically, what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to fight these harsh times alone.
1: Yeah, don't, don't suffer in silence. Yeah, you know?
0: man, because, you know, in the end, it'll just make you feel worse and you'll just regret it. So definitely take advantage of, you know, the people that, that you have around you, you know, it's always, it's always good to to know that you have someone. And, um, which is why another thing, another coping mechanism, I guess you can say is going on Omegle and talking to these people, because I've had some really, really cool conversations with people. Um, usually I just go on there to talk or show my talent and, you know, just rap for people and, uh, you know, either rap or sing for people and, uh, ultimately it just makes me feel good so i guess you can say that that's another another coping mechanism as well but when you have somebody to talk to you know it's always awesome and talking to my girlfriend it's also another coping mechanism so right. shout out to you right. absolutely that's my girl man but
1: Yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be cheer i hit laugh but no i wasn't i wasn't making yeah. a joke of it um mm. Yeah, like I said, don't suffer in silence. And if you feel like, if you listen to this and you feel like you absolutely don't have anybody you can talk to, come talk to us. Inbox us. You can find us our the podcast page is the All Over Podcast on Instagram, and our Instagrams are in the bio. If you feel like you don't have nobody to talk to, just DM us. You know, just hey, I listen, and you know, I just need to talk. We'll listen i'm a great listener i'll, I'll listen I'll, you know sometimes what i hate is like when you go to vent with somebody and then they decide to get a opinion like shut up i ain't, I ain't asked for that bro right. <laughs> like i'm just trying to get this out i don't need oh if i was in the church i would do that. that's yeah, not what i need we, right now we literally i think we
0: did uh, which episode did we talk about that i did think we? uh protect black men we were saying that people when you when you give tell somebody that you need something and something's wrong with you a lot of people tend to say oh well do this or do that or what am I trying to say instead of listening to your problems and situations they feel the need to either talk about their own or comment on what 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 you're not doing right it's like I don't need that I need advice on not even advice but I just need I just need a shoulder to lean on as somebody that I can talk to about right. my issues not, I didn't necessarily ask for a response for you know what you have for me.
1: Right, just listen. You know, just like, it right just now. listen, man.
0: We just, it's a lot of people on this world that just need to listen. A lot of people just want to put their input in all the time, and that's not the right thing to do, especially when you got somebody that's dealing with something negative. Some people just need to get things off of their chest, man, because they don't, like I said, when you want to talk to somebody and when somebody has a problem, it is not your job to go and say, you know, oh, well, you should have did this or you should have did that. Just listen to them, bro. Just listen to them. You know, Absolutely. they got to cope. They got to cope. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, man, I think with all of that, that definitely leads into the next topic.
1: Um, hold on. No, before we get to the next topic, yeah. I just, 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 I was, I was, a, I was at Madison last night and she was saying, uh, so I f I, I wanna leave this by saying we, we love black women on this podcast. Of we've course. made that very clear of as she was just saying, like, oh yeah, episodes be like black man, black man, black man, what about so I don't if we've ever offended any black women on here. Oh, <laughs> we that was not our intention. I know um, you know, intentions don't mean anything. It's like action that you know really matters. so but i want you guys to know that now we never meant to offend anybody um we love black women and we look forward to having y'all opinions on here like we always say if you go to if you okay so if you go to our bio and you click the link tree uh website link and go to anchor you can leave us voice messages and you can appear in the podcast yourself let us we want to know your thoughts we want to interact with you mm. all know what you think if y'all mad at us Let's let's send this little voice message. We gonna play it. That's y'all gonna get a hundred percent transparency yeah, from us. We'll so y'all leave it. us a wild, crazy voice message blasting us. Oh, you still gonna be in a podcast? Yeah, well, listen to it even if you get roasted back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Like if you if you willing to throw them shots, don't don't just don't be mad when they get fired back.
0: Seriously, but um, yeah, man. But like I was saying though, uh, I think that really does tie into kind. Well, kind of ties ties into the next topic um a lot of y'all don't read anymore a lot of y'all don't read anymore bro I think that that's another one of my coping mechanisms I read I got a lot of books in my room that I read even if I've read it before
1: I used to think people who read who read, were weird but as I got like again within the last couple months I'm in reading I just got done read I've read let's see um Matter of fact, they right over in their bookcase, but I'm lazy. I like getting them. The first book I read was inspired by a guy who used to be a drug dealer, actually. No, I don't sell drugs. Never sold drugs. Don't have any intention on selling drugs. I didn't know. I didn't read the title when I ordered it on Amazon. I didn't read it thoroughly. I thought the title said something else, but it was like 48 Laws of Hustle using, you know, lessons from the streets and business or whatever. So I'm thinking it's a book that's just going to teach me about business because I'm interested in that type of thing. I love businesses and learn how businesses start and whatnot. Yeah. I read that book and that book is pretty much how to sell drugs one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the he writes it in a way so that, but at, at the end of the chapter, at the end of the chapter, excuse me, um, you know, you can, even if you don't sell drugs, if you're not from the street life, you find something valuable out of the chapter. So I just got done reading that book a few weeks ago. I think, actually, no, I think like last week. And then uh, after that, I started another book by Hill Harper. I don't know if you know who that is. He's, a, um, he's an actor he has a book called message to a young brother manifest your destiny. So that's the book I'm on now. Uh, this reading is not only is it therapeutic, but it's very, it, it increases your, your knowledge, I want to say. And it's just, I don't, I don't know like the studies on reading and reading as an adult and whatnot, because I know we read a lot as kids and whatnot, but I know that reading definitely is, uh, uh, has a positive effect on the mind body and soul as an adult yeah. so i would encourage you all to read you know you may think that oh i don't want to read i don't like just even if it's you get a a fiction book get a you know a, ro- a romance novel or something it's something that interests you it's something for everybody out there just you know read you know i used to just like um um i quote another couple of coping mechanism of mine is watching movies. I love watching movies. So I used to just be like, oh, I'll just watch a movie, but I was just
0: about to speak on that. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, reading is reading is dope too. Like movies are cool, but reading is dope too. Now, I'm not one of those people that be like, oh, it's like a movie in your mind cuz honestly, I feel like movies are unmatched in my own personal opinion, but like I said, I still read. So, yeah, get a good book, snuggle up, get some tea, get a blanket, coffee, whatever it is that you drink hopefully mm-hmm. nothing hard and uh, and uh you know get you a good book and just snuggle up reading immerse yourself in a new world
0: yeah now me personally one thing that i will say is i've never been a fan of like um i guess you can say biograph biographies and um those type of books it just makes me feel kind of weird i've always were into i always was into like fictional books like um it's funny that you just said uh talked about movies because i just got done with the harry potter series harry potter
1: is such a great series bro like i never got into you know what though nah oh we gonna talk about that next episode i see i already got something playing
0: it's so good bro like you know what i'm saying and when i was younger i would always like i i had i had some of the books i've had i had like two or three of them but the problem was my mom is a very big spiritual person yeah. so uh <laughs> she didn't really want me watching harry and potter harry because pa-
1: okay that's what i was gonna talk you know we might talk about we're gonna talk about that today once we get these next two topics we gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that
0: yeah uh she she always kind of didn't approve of me watching like this wizard stuff but right. when i watched these movies now it was like man that's not even what what she thought it was it's not what it exactly. was it was so man it was just so good i felt like i was in the movie me and my girlfriend we were watching it like you man you, me and her were like getting so into it like yo harry Hermione, ryan like don't do that you gotta give older more you got you know like we were so into yeah. it bro and i feel like now i really do want to read the books i want to read the books because a lot of the times i'm not gonna lie to you books i'm not gonna say they're like the movie but books do paint a vivid imagery in your head and sometimes the books are a little bit more detailistic than the movie
1: yeah because a lot of times you know a lot of movies are adapted from books right you know a movie is only an hour maybe two hours long so a lot of they'll take stuff out from the book or either like yeah you know the book the movie will be different from the book so yeah
0: yeah and uh i think um a good example of that is um my sophomore year of high school, I read this book and this is what really got me into reading. The book was called The Hate You Give. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are familiar with that book. Um, it was a book about this this black girl um named Star. And uh she Black was, Girl
1: Magic. What
0: was her name Starr? I know her brother's name was seven, but okay. Um she was going she was at this party in the beginning of the movie. Uh she got in a car with one of her close friends from her childhood um you know they rekindled their, you know whatever the case may be and yeah. um he ended up getting pulled over by a cop while she was in the car with him told him to uh you know get out of the car and put his hands up he tried to grab his go you know go grab his brush um cop ended up i guess you know getting scared and shooting him mm-hmm. and um you know, the way that they explained it in the book was much more complex than it, how it was in the movie. And it, that that's how it was for a lot of things. But the book had so much more um, scenes, I guess you can say, like some of the scenes that were in the book weren't in the movie. So, you know, a lot of the times books just get books, give you a lot more, uh, you know, like, oomph, I guess you can say, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but a lot of people don't, you know, are just not intrigued anymore. You just have to be willing to have that mindset for reading and, you know, you gotta, you gotta be in the mood for reading, I guess you can say, but I would yeah. tell a lot of you guys to definitely start reading more. Cause you know, it's, 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 it's pretty dope. So yeah, man, books, 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 books.
1: Okay. So you said something interesting about your mom. and I want you to read Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> And that is, that's, it's crazy how we ain't know what we want to talk about today. And now topics just coming to us. That's how I want to is. talk about like, It's Easter Sunday. I don't know if we should get into this or not, but we gonna do it anyway. Um, I'm speaking to Christians. I want to say Black Christians and like Black Christian. I'm not even gonna say male or female because I think it's just Black Christian, older Black Christians. That's what I should say because that's who's really affected by this. They're so they, like you said, your mom didn't want you watching Harry Potter because of what she may have heard somehow or whatever. Because yeah she's never seen it wizardry yeah you know it's like anything i feel like with the black church with older black people anything that they don't know is just uh you know that they don't they're not knowledgeable of it's just cast as um demonic or something people are scared of what they're because growing up i was taught by uh, my mother that the free you know freemasons are Yeah. yeah i was told that freemasons and sororities and fraternities have something to do with the devil
0: yeah me too I mean, it's now, actually I was told not that from my mom, but I was told that from um, some family members. Won't send any names, but
1: yeah, I yeah. was told that they were something to do with the devil. Now I grew up. I've been I've been within the last month or so. I've been spending a lot of time around different sororities and fraternities really? and looking into them because I was a part of one. Shout out to Alpha Kappa Alpha. I'm interested in that Sigma. No, Sam, how <laughs> you ain't know, even say that though. But no, I mean, like I'm look really looking into fraternities now, and it's like I don't, I don't know where that stigma came from because surely you know our parents aren't the only ones who think that way or I don't know where that came from you know I think it's just what what, okay so what was told um how it was justified to me when I was younger by somebody at my church was you know uh, what's done in the dark will come to light or you know oh what they said was god is truth so anything that's not you know of the truth is of the devil mm-hmm. something they said something like that and i guess it's a part of the freemasons like it's things that unless you're a mason they can't tell you wow. so that's what like they used just while like, Oh, also they can't they keep it secrets Well, god is i'm like well maybe they just the government got classified files do that mean the whole government's that's another story they might be
0: but <laughs>
1: <Corrupt>. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Like that, I feel like we just—you can't just because you don't know about something or not, or not are or, or, or isn't. What am I saying?
0: If you're ob- obfuscated for uh, to something, it doesn't make it. It you don't have to prevent.
1: If you're not knowledgeable about something, you don't you don't slap a label on it just yeah, because you're just not you 100 sure of what it. it is. Yeah, you know? you know.
0: And I think that that's a lot of with um the black christian community in general i think it definitely because kids do want to get into a lot of things but i think with that mindset that the black christian community and the mindset that they have i'm not saying that it's all of them but some of them do have that mindset where it's just like oh my kid wants to do this like uh back in the day i used to want to dress up for halloween my mom let me tell you guys
1: this i'm 20 years old i have never celebrated halloween ever crazy bro because my my mom wouldn't let me do it Info. my dad used to have halloween parties i remember and, okay so <laughs> growing, remember. growing up i didn't live my parents were separated my dad i would be with my dad on the weekends so if my dad they it'd be like the sunday after halloween or something mm. my mom would tell me i had to come home early because i couldn't be at the halloween party i, I was not allowed to i wasn't allowed to celebrate halloween no matter what and it's like I wasn't trying to dress up as a killer or a, some type of demon. Like, what if I just wanted I was, to be a fireman?
0: I was. I'm not gonna lie. I've always been a fan of <laughs> horror and things like that. Me too. But
1: it was like even I just like I just want to do something innocent. I want to dress up as a fireman yeah. or, or a, a dog. Yeah, now
0: like there that. there were some years that I wanted to dress up as things. And my mom, of course, she would let me dress up like, you know, with certain things. But I've like I said, I've always been like a horror fanatic and like a gore fanatic and things like that. Horror fanatic horror horror <laughs> oh shoot that does sound kind of crazy That sound kind of crazy my bad that's but, what I said, like, um, you on broadway soliciting <laughs> yeah but um it's just like when you with a mindset like that it does kind of me personally when I get older of course I'm going to be a Christian I am a Christian man right. I grew up in the church but one thing that I will not do is have an open mind of what my kids like and you know with other people's you know idealistic of things um right I just think that with that, because I, want another thing about me, y'all, Halloween is my favorite holiday. So when I wouldn't get those chances to dress up, and when uh, we weren't able to that, go to that, the catacombs, you, know, do you do know
1: that two days ago Jesus was crucified, and today he rose. And Halloween is your favorite holiday.
0: My apologies, Jesus. I still love you though.
1: Mm, I like Easter mm, too, mm. <laughs> but mm, mm.
0: nah. But yeah, I just really Halloween is just it's all. I just like the feeling I get around the fall. October happens to be my favorite season. It's my favorite month. Um, you know that whole fall, fall aesthetic and fall season and Halloween spooky season, you know it's just my it's my favorite. So when I was younger, and not being able to celebrate it as much as I wanted to, it was kind of just a bummer for me, just because of the ideas of what other people had. So, right. You know, I just think that that's that's pretty big as well, bro. And feeling left that whole out because
1: thing. you know, like especially like, so did your mom ever let you dress up like she did? I remember y'all dressing up a few times, like right?
0: dressed up, but we couldn't. We never dressed up as scary
1: yeah we but you, you were you were allowed to celebrate to some extent I yeah, couldn't wear yeah. I couldn't wear a man I couldn't be a fireman nothing Dang, Halloween bro. night I was in the house watching movies being sad because everybody else trick-or-treating and I'm I gotta stay in here
0: I remember this one time we came to your house I know you was tight it was me uh Janaya, Raven I think it might have been tonight we all came over your house and what your dad used to do was he I used to I give remember. us change out of that big piggy bank for, yeah he wouldn't give us candy he would just give us change and i remember you was just kind of sitting in the house and i was just like dang bro like my boy can't you know he can't come out with us uh you know what nah, i'm saying i must
1: not been there because my dad he probably he would have went in he would have snuck me he would have let me do some song. i don't know man. i I, would, I couldn't have been there i don't think my dad would ever. maybe he just didn't want to be before with my mom but yeah my, like my mom she was not with halloween whatsoever yeah man but and that's one thing it was like because i recently um i don't live with my mom anymore so it's like now it's like 2020 i moved away from my mom and that was also covid so i'm thinking like oh yeah halloween 2020 i'm throwing the party dah, 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 dah. Yeah. well halloween 20 fall 2020 covid started spiking again so it was like yeah, everything kind of slowed yeah. down you had to be careful or yeah. whatnot and then last year last year just wasn't a good time so I don't know Halloween twenty twenty two. We might have to throw a Halloween party. That's what I'm
0: trying to do. I'm actually trying to do a fundraiser Girl. for that, for sure. Yeah, this summer I'm gonna be doing a lot of fundraisers to try to do a Halloween party because I always wanted to do one. I just think the the whole idea of it is is pretty fun. Bet. Uh, not even not even a party, but like I wanted to do a, a haunted house, and I wanted to do a uh, I wanted to get like a movie projector and like you know order what's crazy. Food.
1: I just thought about this. I remember i was younger i don't know i was young yeah like a kid and me my mom and some cousins on my mom's side of the family all went to toronto on yeah. clifton hill
0: i did i remember this I lady
1: was finna let me go to a, a into a haunted house when i was like five six years old but i couldn't celebrate halloween i just thought about that what how that dynamic work out
0: <laughs> Man, my mom didn't used to want to let me go to haunted houses either I think a couple of years ago was the first time I've ever been to one, which was the haunted catacombs. And I've also, I also went to another one with uh, my big sister, her friend Shay and Janiya. Yeah, nah Matter of fact, nah, bro. We went to this one haunted house right over there. My auntie need church, bro. They had this, they had this haunted house. The they church did had a house. They did it every year, which was, I just thought that that was so cool. I'm like, dang, they not against you know like right. celebrating it so i was just like it was just always, it was, I always like,
1: cool you know? i feel like if you know who you are what you are and who you represent and what you stand for it don't matter what's around you you you're not going yeah, like you know?
0: it shouldn't prevent you from having fun that's that's what i'm trying to say your ideas and what you think about other things should not prevent you or anybody else from having fun you know like what i'm saying like what and I'm even
1: if those are your ideas yeah don't don't force nobody else to have to, to con- have your you ideas, know, man, conform to your idea just because you have your own beliefs.
0: Now, one thing I will say is that when when my kids are younger, I'm not I'm going to let them live their childhood. If they want to, you know, go to like a friend from from school, from, you know, a Halloween party, I'm going to let them go. But just know if a Halloween is on Saturday, you're going to church that next morning. Oh, no. Absolutely. We, we, but what I'm trying to say is that I'm not going to stop my my kids from having fun. You know what I'm saying, and I just think that that's one of the biggest problems in the black community, black Christian community, to be exact.
1: But you, you know? you know what I just what I just realized is that, um, a lot of times people say like, "Oh, y'all, y'all are like a disrespectful generation, and da, da da da. Y'all don't listen to your parents, and da, da da We are the first. Well, actually, us. I think we're more like the second generation to have phones, It's because Navi and then wouldn't be considered our generation. How does not be like twenty four, around there, yeah. Oh wait, she only four years older than me.
0: Yeah, she she's a part of our generation. For sure. Okay, so
1: let's say we the first generation with phones. So like, we had the internet. So we got, you know, growing up. If you grew up any time prior to the nineties, your whole identity was based off of what your parents told you, yep. what they what they exposed you to, and you know things like that. Mm-hmm. But when you got a cell phone, or I should say the internet rather, well, you have the internet. You can kind of from your own house from your own bedroom you get exposed to the world so you can kind of see like things for what it is and what it ain't yeah you know so i feel like it's not that we're the most disrespectful generation ever we just at a younger age we we were able to develop our own identity and our own understanding of
0: things and ideas of things which is why y'all feel like we rebel all the time but it's not even us rebelling it's just that we just grew up in a different time than y'all y'all didn't have access to what we have access to Uh, some of the things that y'all have had access to we don't have access to so it's just like one thing that I I feel like needs to happen with the older generation and with our generation is that we need to start understanding each other a lot more bro because one thing that I will say is that y'all y'all adults will never know the feeling how it felt to be locked up in your room for quarantine and uh, us not being able to go to school and seeing our friends me personally I didn't really have that that much of a problem with it but I kind of kind of did at the same time that,
1: that is a unique experience that i think will never if it does happen it'll be very very farther down the line yeah, you yeah. know because our parents never had nothing like that happen to them uh you know our Bro, kids y'all had snowstorms cut it out listen here <laughs> i'm sick and tired and our, our our audience is largely people in our hometown of buffalo so let me say this i'm sick and tired of hearing about the blizzard of 77 okay
0: facts every time i brought that up they would be like, well, we had the blizzard of 77. 77. Shut up. Bro, y'all didn't have to freaking do um. Y'all wasn't locked online in, learning. Y'all wasn't locked in the house. Do you know how annoying that was to have to get up every morning, get on your computer? All right, I'm going to share my screen. Look at my screen. I used to be falling it asleep ain't, it ain't even in about, my bed, for, Forget
1: the education part. It's like y'all didn't, y'all wasn't allowed y'all wasn't to go outside. Okay, maybe you physically couldn't because you just know it was blocking your door. But you wasn't told to stay in the house or you're going to get a ticket. That's we might, we might lock you up. Oh, you gotta wear a mask. You, you the whole world is shutting down. You can't go and to work. You are getting laid off. I'm, I'm sick of hearing about this blizzard. It's snow. It'll melt. Get over it.
0: Now, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what y'all went through back in the day. With uh, I know what you guys went through, but I never experienced it firsthand. Now, I know y'all had a lot of problems with segregation and inequality back in the day in y'all time, but. We had COVID, man. We had the whole George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. We had all that stuff I don't, I don't, stuff going I don't on. even want to compare our stuff to. Yeah, this I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to compare. I'm not trying to compare at all. I'm just yeah. saying, like, with COVID and then dealing with that on top, bro. It was just a very, very tough experience to be exposed to all of that stuff and seeing that, and then releasing the videos of him. You know,
1: yeah, it was
0: just tough, bro. It was just tough, bro. So I'm just saying.
1: That's another thing. Like my point, like I was saying, as kid, as our generation, we're exposed to the world. Or positively and at the same time negatively. Yeah, you know? because
0: honestly, if it, if that the whole George Floyd thing happened in your generation, you probably see it in newspapers, on the news, bro. I open you, you Instagram have,
1: right like back then. Oh you had it. Gosh. You had an option to see it. You yeah. know, a lot of times people be like you know they they like all the people are like oh if you get bullied online, then turn the computer off. Well, our whole world is based off of Technology, the internet. You know, yeah. so even if I have to. Oh, yeah, bro, remember that, bro. that joint you told me about? What was that? Oh, let me find it on Instagram right quick. That's Boom, a fact. George it's Floyd. It's right
0: there. One thing that, that really sucked is that it got so bad to a point where we literally had to turn our phones off. I had to turn my phone off. I had to go in the, room, the front room and turn the TV off because it was just everywhere. Everywhere you turned, it was just something. Oh, protest, riots. I'm just like,
1: oh, bro. I remember um, I did the same thing. I had turned my phone off. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just play the game. I was. I was like, it was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just play Call of Duty just just get away from everything. Log on Call of Duty. First thing that pops up, Black Lives Matter. We here at Call of Duty know that da, da, da. I'm like, okay, I appreciate the message, but I'm yeah, trying to get away like, from it. I just want to get away, from <laughs> it, man. You know, it
0: it's just it was just a tough time of um social know, just unrest with that. Yeah, man. So it's just like one thing that we need to start doing as a society nowadays is understanding each other uh with uh I don't even know what we are, generation Gen Z, Gen Z, Mm -hmm. uh, Gen Z, and whatever generation you guys are, baby,
1: y'all baby boomers is stubborn,
0: yeah, very, bro. Y'all just gotta start understanding us for the better, bro. Um, I've actually gotten a lot of comments about me painting my nails, and it's just like, one, okay, yeah, it's my style, two, a lot of people don't even understand the reason why I do it, um, and I don't do it just because I like it and just because it's my style. I do it in the remembrance of one of my friends that took her life. Um, know, a lot of people are just like, oh, you paint your nails. There's there's a lot wrong with that. Oh, you're gay. First of all, I'm not gay. Ooh. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I have a whole girlfriend, bro. Like, you know, I'm straight, straighter than straighter than a pencil or a ruler or whatever you want to say.
1: I mean, they got curvy rulers now cut it out. <laughs> um
0: but yeah man it's just like everybody's so the the generation the baby boomer generation to be specific are just like so judgmental and they just they just have this set way of thinking and they're not open to they're not open to try to change and i don't understand why you know what i'm saying like they that's they don't want to accept the fact that they you put it perfectly a, i don't
1: they have a tough time with change
0: yeah yeah i think that's a, a perfect way of uh trying to explain that they, they have a tough, a tough time with, with changing in there. They're, they're so mad. And yeah, I'm going to say mad because it just seems like they're upset because they're, they're growing up in this, not growing up, but they're um in this generation that we're in where it's just so, oh, it's so tech savvy and it's so, oh, rap. And it's just so, oh, all of this, this, uh, mainstream and, and it's just all this and it's just that. And it's just like, man, well, that's what y'all got to adapt to. This is the world. You know, this is the world, and that's just what y'all gotta take it for because here's
1: what it boils down to. I just thought about this. I know I said children have their own identities and da da da, but honestly, you 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 the baby boomers gave birth to the eighties and you know nineties children, and they gave birth to us. Yeah. Well, actually, I was birthed from a baby boomer. My parents was late, oh. That's another story though. But (laughs) for the most part, most people our age and it's like nineteen to twenty age range have been where you know their parents was born in the eighties or nineties. So it's like y'all are responsible for us. We are grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Whatever y'all raised in our parents, (laughs) I don't don't know, man. Nah, but what I wanted, what I wanted to say, you touched on something. As far as tech savviness, I just I got a PSA. People born in the two thousands do not have any natural ability with computers we take time to learn it yeah we are not like they be thinking like god being heavy like okay oh they born 2000 well, yeah. let me, pop, let pop me, this let me com- just get
0: this this little microchip in your brain pop, so you this, know how to work pop one. this
1: computer knowledge and then, like nah. <laughs> we take the time to learn like i ain't even gonna cap. my mom used to get on my night you know i don't know how to like take the time to learn it it's not what you think i wasn't born with this i took time like i It was. I've just figured out. I started pressing buttons and realized this button does this. This button does that. And what older people fail to realize is that a lot of these things work the same. You know, once you learn it, once you learn basics, like if you can work a computer, you can work a desktop. Then the computer
0: literally come out in the right. Y'all had them big clunky IBM (laughs) computers. (laughs) Right, bro. Like, come on, man. It's just, I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. It's just, it just.
1: (sighs) The Prophet Candy Burris said, "What I need from you is understanding." (laughs) <laughs> um, that. nah, but for real, this, yeah.
0: I just want the world in general nowadays to to just have more understanding of each other, bro. No matter if you're you're old, young, um, gay, black, straight, white, black, white. That's what really needed. Need a lot more understanding. Um, you know what I'm saying, bro? Because the world is never gonna get anywhere if there's so much segregation in between uh two different categories. You know. <laughs>
1: I said you don't something. Have to, you don't
0: have to like each other, but just find a way to get along.
1: I, I said what you said about segregation. I said yeah. something, and I this was on TikTok about this was back in February, maybe January. I said some. I commented on a post that somebody had said, and I got mixed reviews on it. Mostly people were agreeing with me, but then you had people who were calling me a racist and a segregationist and all that. Here's what I said. I feel like Okay, you know what "separate but equal" is, right? Back yeah. in, okay, yeah. I said I feel like "separate but equal" was actually a good idea if Black people were actually treated equally. Uh, bro, what what were the two the
0: two people that were like against each other? I think it was uh.
1: Plessy versus Ferguson. I think No, that's what it, it was saying.
0: it was um, I think one was W. E. B. Du Bois, and one was um, man, I can't remember his name, but they were both um poets and they both like not poets they were both like writers uh and um one of them believed in like separate but but equal i can't remember who it was and one of them believed in like uh kind of like it's kind of like malcolm x and martin luther king Mm -hmm. but um i took i think w.e.b du bois was separate but equal i think i think i took his side as well
1: yeah i think Um, that really was like because and i'm not you know, a lot of I I like white people. I uh, I just feel like <laughs> I said that weird. Yes, yeah. I, I really do like white people. I, I don't. I have a lot of white. I ain't gonna say that
0: because <laughs> then people You're people right. that are white are gonna be like, "Well, y'all get mad I,
1: when we say that." Yeah, and, I
0: have I have black friends. But no, but racist. I just feel
1: like if we were to be split, but actually cheated apart, it'd be because I feel like at this point we've been going at this battle for honestly upwards of 400 years and it's like just split us apart you know
0: i wouldn't mm, i wouldn't say split us apart i would
1: say- i'm saying it should be optional like if you should have the option to you know what i don't want to live on this side of town but that don't mean i want to live over here in the gutter where the houses is raggedy and you know we got red and i can't buy a house because i'm red black lining, or whatever it sucks it's like we need like it should be option an optional separate but equal
0: that i could agree with that i could agree with that for sure man um it's just like if if no if you with water and oil um it doesn't mix you know what i'm saying so if you if you have people that just look at you in such a negative way i'm
1: not even saying that we don't mix but it's like if you have people who choose like you got white and black people who just they they don't even make an attempt to try and understand where black people are coming yeah. from white people are coming from you know what then let them stay on their own respective side yeah. but like don't they shouldn't be treated and now I'm of not... course if they're racist.
0: when i when i, I said when saying. i said uh no i feel what you're trying to say but when i was yeah. saying um because i'm trying to word water... it in
1: a way that don't make me seem racist yeah <laughs>
0: when i was saying water and oil doesn't mix i wasn't necessarily talking about black and white people in general i was talking about the white people that that are um, that don't want to understand black people, the the racist white folk, the blacks that don't want to understand white people. Um, and you know, just, just people that just don't want to understand people and don't want to have an open mind to understanding. Um, it's just like water and oil. If you don't want to be around that, then, you know, just separate yourself from it. You know what I mean? There's no need to continuously have all of the, all of this bad energy. Because I said, I said one thing in one of our podcasts, this world is never going to be equal because, the people that are racist and the people that are uh, prejudiced and that have this set way of thinking it's going to be passed on from generation to generation to generation Um, unless somebody is able to break that cycle that they come across I'm not really sure Uh, I'd never think that we will have somebody that was more impactful than somebody like Martin Luther King and you know somebody that was just so impactful that he brought you know thousands of people white and black and you know people of different uh races and ethnicities to all come together as one and give a speech that just you know would that that would literally change the world for the rest of our life right um you know it's just it's it's crazy man you know um i just feel like i really just feel like in all honesty like I'm saying, I don't think that we'll ever come across somebody else that mo- that more impactful as as he was. You know, he was just a very impactful person. But uh, with all of that being said, I'm really just trying to say, like, I do agree with what you what you said. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to those people that that aren't open to, you know, having um, an understanding mindset to just keep keep their distance, bro. Um, I know the saying birds of a feather like flock, you know, together. flock together, but you know, if you don't want to be in that flock and you just want to be, you know, away from it, then, you know, just, just get away, just get away, bro. Cause uh, nobody wants to deal with negativity nowadays, bro. It's, it's, it's played out, man. This, this world is, has been through enough. This world has seen enough. Nobody wants to deal with that anymore, man. You know, I, I I'm all about positivity. I don't want any negativity in my life, and um, I don't want to see any negativity on this world. Even though seeing it and dealing with it is ultimately inevitable, but um, you know, I just want to—I just want a world where we can just live in harmony, where we can at least have an understanding of each other, without there being like so many ignorant people um, that just have no problem with uh, representing racism and representing hate. And just representing this, just this bad energy, man. Black bad energy should be banned.
1: Honestly. Okay, so we we got a little less than five minutes. Left. So let me ask you something. I don't know why I'm laughing. You think black people can be racist? I don't know why you just asked me that. I know I should have. We only got like five minutes left. Only... Man, this is a whole conversation. Um,
0: yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. If I walk up to a, a a Chinese person and I'm just like, hey, Ching Chong, and <laughs> hey, you kill cats and you kill dogs, is that not racist, bro? <laughs> are you saying, are you asking me, do you think blacks can be racist towards whites?
1: I'm saying racist in general. Yeah, I but, uh, do I agree. I, I mean,
0: I, I know a lot of people have so mixed reviews about
1: that. Webs, I believe, it did. Okay, so, because it. I believe one I don't know if it was Webster's or Miriam Hold or on. Mike.
0: Before you start. to all of the Chinese people, I was just saying that for an example. I wasn't I wasn't trying to <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If y'all got offended by that, I do apologize. I wasn't I was just using an example, Correct. by the way. Just putting that out there. Uh
1: okay, so what is the Oxford dictionary uh defines racism as prejudice, discrimination, and antagonism directed against a person, the people or on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that, we as black people can be racist. However, I do, I did uh, read, I think back in 2020, I think it was either Webster or Miriam, like they changed the definition of racism to like some s- systemic meaning. Uh, sure. so if you come from that approach then black people can't be racist because yeah from that approach
0: but why would they change the definition of it that's my thing because racism
1: like, isn't just me saying hey you n-word it's like i said redlining you going into a bank and because they don't want you to live in, in that side of town they tell you you either can't buy the house or they'll give you the loan but give you a, a ridiculously high interest rate that they know you can't pay back it's
0: funny that you said that i just seen something um on snapchat snapchat got like these reels now Mm -hmm. where like you know i can go i can go right here i can look at all of these yeah and um i was watching one and this black lady walked in the bank and she was like trying to take out money and they were trying to they were trying to hold her in the bank they wasn't letting her go because she took out money and they're just like oh black people can't have this amount of money did you
1: hear about it was the lady who wanted her house appraised she wanted to figure out the value of her house so she had an auditor, was it an, audit? an appraiser, duh. She had an appraiser come to her house. She's a black lady. Appraiser came to her house and told her, okay, your house is worth this much. So I don't know if that didn't sound right to her or if she was like just running an experiment from the jump. But yeah. okay, she got the appraiser. Who, let's say the appraiser told her your house is worth $250,000. Right. Appraiser left, the black lady left. The black lady invited a white lady to stand in and act like it was her house. The appraiser came back and said, oh, your house is worth seven hundred thousand dollars like just little stuff like that like the fuck, you lying for right, right. man
0: is is this this world nowadays is just very very uh it's i don't like even know the word,
1: the word the i'm trying smallest to smallest stuff they like just why are y'all want to be oppressed so bad like why y'all don't want to oppress us so bad like ain't nobody hurting you just lady trying to sell her house like what, what you...
0: yeah man it's just like i don't know man people just Want us to to stay in that uh, slum that we've been in for so many years, and so many centuries, and so many decades, and it's just like nobody wants to deal with that anymore, man. You know what I mean?
1: So going back to uh, when we actually was racism, what can black people be racist? I have to, we have to keep in mind that a lot of times when we talk about racism, we're talking about racism on a macro scale. Like I said, you know, redlining or you know, just things that are. That we can't be like a systemic type of racism, but then you have you know micro racism where it's like okay yeah if I walk up to a white person and call them a saltine, <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying. If I call them that, okay yeah then that's me being racist. But I think we have to keep in mind a lot of times when we talk about okay black people be racist, I feel like that question is uh it's uttered from you know uh, it's it's referring to racism on a macro scale. So mm-hmm.
0: That candle just got an air bubble. That was kind of cool. I just kind of watched that happen.
1: He said what?
0: I said that candle got an air bubble. Oh, man. But,
1: yeah. Um. So it's crazy. We didn't even know what we was going to talk about today. And then we just got flooded away. Yeah, That's why I before, love doing before this. Before
0: we started this episode, y'all, we we had
1: no, it was last minute. I called no Norm yesterday, yesterday evening about. on my way to the uh, drive-in. I was like, yo, um, uh, not to drive-in, to the, uh, something I went to. When I said, anyway, I called and I was like, yo, I don't know why it just occurred to me. It's Saturday. We don't know what we're going to talk about. I was like, (laughs) you need to come to my house like an hour, two hours early so we can figure out what we're going to talk about. And uh,
0: yeah, we just figured it out, man. We got it.
1: Yeah. So we're going to see y'all next week. We gotta work on these endings because they get all awkward at the end. <laughs> the <laughs> All
0: Over Podcast, we love y'all. Yes, y'all, Happy can, Easter. y'all can find
1: us on Instagram at the All Over po- All Over Podcast. That's the period. All Over Podcast. Our uh, Instagrams are in the bio. All right, we love y'all. Young nap baby.